listening to Let the Ladies Speak. I am your host, SG. On tonight's episode of Let the Ladies Speak, we will be discussing five reasons why you keep getting into toxic relationships. The reason why I wanted to talk about this is for two reasons. One, um, I know a lot of people are looking for healthy relationships and in us in the 40 and over club, we are having some challenges, okay? Um, but number two, I just wanted to share my experience because one day I had to come to the realization that the reasons why the serious relationships I had um, in the past had issues or there were issues was because I had a certain pattern and I had to deal with myself in that pattern and it took some self-reflection. And so, as I say, we are here to communicate, educate, and motivate one another to be the best versions of ourselves. We have to share our own life experiences and um, offer transparency and offer advice. So that's what we're doing tonight. The number one reason why individuals, why people get into toxic relationships over and over again is that you haven't taken the time to heal and I find that to be the most common um, thread besides the most common theme besides one other thing I'm going to talk about later but there are people who just jump from relationship to relationship they cannot be alone they cannot be by themselves because they feel like they're not complete like they're not with someone which is really unhealthy and we'll get a little bit more into that in a minute but it's important that you take time to heal you have to take time to heal especially from a divorce or a long-term relationship where you've really invested a lot of your time and energy um, into this relationship if you don't take that time to heal you will a ruin a potentially very good relationship you will be cause damage to another individual who's basically in the innocent in the whole situation or c you will continue to have toxic unhealthy relationships so for those reasons you really want to take the time to heal from again your past and your past relationship don't go jumping into another relationship there are five steps of grieving according to psychology today and that's in grieving a relationship I'm referring to not death but it's denial anger bargaining depression and acceptance okay and you don't have to have all of those steps um, or components of grieving some people just have anger and depression some people just have depression and acceptance some people are in denial some people go through a bargaining stage where they're just trying to, to negotiate their way back into that person's life um, so it isn't all inclusive that you have all of these steps but there are five stages of grieving and so you have to allow yourself to go through those stages whatever those stages may be and some of the ways that you can heal from that um, hurt or that pain in that relationship is A, don't jump into another relationship. Take your time and go through the grieving process. 
Another thing that you can do is find a creative outlet to express your anger or your depression. Um, Write if you're a writer, sing if you're a singer, dance it out. You know, you may want to write letters to that person, letting that person know, you know, how they hurt you or how the relationship impacted them or why you're sorry for what you did. And you may or may not share that with that individual, but you should take that time to get those those emotions and feelings out of yourself. If you don't take your time, take the time to do that, you'll suppress all of those emotions, all of those feelings and all of that hurt. And then you will eventually hurt someone else. You know, the saying goes hurt people, hurt people. And you don't want to continue hurting innocent bystanders because you have not dealt with whatever, you know, what the pain is or the reason for the pain or dealt with a person in the past. And then you move on to another relationship and you're already expecting this other person to hurt you or that other person has to bear the brunt of someone else's um, doings or your guard is so far up. This person can't even love you correctly. You know, Um, you won't allow them in. You have all of these walls up so they can't get to know you. They can't get to love you. They can't get to care for you because you're still hurting and it's solely because you haven't taken the time to heal that healing process is so important it's just like surgery you have to heal before you start working out again you know if you just get out there and try to work out after you've had say abdominal surgery then for one it's gonna hurt but for two you run the risk of opening up those wounds and getting an affection so it's very very important that you take the time to heal take the time to grieve take the time to be human it's okay to cry I know a lot of us are told not to cry not to feel but it's okay it's okay whatever you have to do to get what's inside of you out to help you heal so that you can be in a healthy happy relationship in the future is really what you should do so take that time to heal um, don't jump into another relationship too quickly a lot of times people do that they'll jump into another relationship right away to get over a relationship I've heard people say especially men you know the best way to get over one chick is to get between the legs of another but the problem with that is that again you cause a lot of collateral damage you hurt people who didn't deserve it but two, a lot of times you may see something in someone else that you wanted in your past relationship. And because you starved for whatever it is, so it is that you were missing, you jump into the next one with the person who offers that. But you haven't taken the time to get to know to this person, to look at the big picture, to realize they didn't have anything else that you wanted or most importantly needed, you know, so this person can't offer you anything else other than this small component that you were missing in your last relationship. So you really want to take that time to heal. You want to take that time to grieve. You really want to take that time to get over that past relationship and don't jump into another situation. Another reason why you may keep getting into toxic relationships is because you haven't taken the time to self-evaluate and reflect or find yourself. 
getting back to jumping into another relationship. For example, you know, you didn't, you haven't looked to see, well, what went wrong and what part did I play? A lot of times we want to blame the other person for the issues in a relationship, but sometimes, most times, it's you too. You know, even if it's just you chose the same person again, that's your fault. You know, you want a roughneck, so to speak, and it's never worked out with a roughneck, but you are determined to get you a roughneck, you know, or there are some men who love them a little feisty. They love them a woman that has some spice to her, you know, it turns them on. She has this mouth. She can give it to you. She has all this energy. She'll cuss you out and so on and so forth. But then after a while, it becomes toxic and draining in the relationship. But guess what? You chose her. So if you keep making the same choices and you haven't sat back and looked at the pattern to determine what it is that you're doing um, or what happened or how are you selecting the person that you're selecting or why you're selecting the person that you're selecting, you haven't, you can't heal. You can't move forward and you're going to pick the same person. So you really have to self-reflect you have to think what do these situations have in common you know and for that you need to spend some time alone with yourself and you really need to get to know yourself and you have to date yourself um and I know a lot of people don't like that but it's important to date yourself I have met so many people who've never dated themselves and they have no idea as to who they are they don't know what they really like. They don't know what they really want to do. There are a lot of people who mute themselves to become what a person wants so that that person will want them. But they haven't taken the time to say, this is who I am to allow a person to love them. So for myself and my past experience, I've had two very serious relationships. I really have had three, but two where... One was long-term and one was an engagement. And in both relationships, they had some other issues, you know. Um, but I have had the, I have the same issues with my mom. So for me at that time, not knowing any better, I'm thinking, you know, we have this in common. He understands what I've been through. We had the same life struggles. We had, you know, we have all of these things in common. The difference, though, that I never considered until maybe 10 years ago was that they haven't had therapy or they the, they haven't had the opportunity to heal or grow. And as men, honestly, they weren't allowed to. Men aren't really allowed to have feelings and communicate and be sad and be, you know, unhappy. They're not allowed to sit in their emotions. You know, they have to always be tough. They can't show weakness. You know, they can't cry. All of these rules that are had for men where it doesn't allow them to be, you know, human. And the same with women, especially in the black community. A lot of us feel like we have to be strong. We have to be strong. We can't break down. No one can see us cry. No one can see us upset. You know, we have to have this wall up. We have to fight everyone off. And that's really just not true. You just have to find a space that's safe 
for you to do those things, for you to, to mourn, for you to go through your emotions, to be sad, to cry. You know, you really have to find really, really good friends that can listen to you, that will listen to you, and not to try to boss you around, not that's going to tell you what to do, not that's going to get all in your business, not that's going to judge, but people who are really, truly going to be your friends to comfort you when you need comfort, but also hold you accountable for your actions. And, you know, that balance is very important, but you really need to be able to be vulnerable with someone. Okay. So have people in your life that allow that. If you don't have anyone in your life that allows you to be vulnerable, you need to reevaluate your circle. Okay. Because people should let you be human and they should want that for you because it promotes growth. Okay. So I'm just going to say you really have to evaluate yourself, become self-aware, you know, under, be able to communicate your feelings and why you are the way that you are and what is it that you need in a relationship. People don't say what they need. People think that individuals are supposed to just know what it is that they need. No one can just know what you need, you know. Now, someone may offer you something that you didn't know you needed. You know what I mean? You may not have not known that you needed someone that was affectionate or you may not have known that you needed someone who can help you out financially um, because you've been an independent woman your whole life and things of that sort. But that's different from you being able to communicate what is important to you. Like for me, I have to have a friendship in a relationship. I have to have transparency in a relationship. I have to date someone who I don't date religious people, but I have to have a spiritual man. I need to know that you are going to pray when times get hard, but I also need to know that you're a hard worker. And I also need to know that you're not going to run when the going gets tough. I need to know that you know, you're going to pray for me and cover me. I need to know that you have my back. You know, I need to know that you're going to respect me when my back is turned. Those kind of things are very, very important to me. I I need great sex. I'm going to tell you, I'm a sexual person. I need great sex. I don't like terrible. I will not tolerate terrible sex in a relationship. That is a negative ghostwriter for me. But I can say that. And it took work to get to that place. So for you, you have to also really say what it is you want and need in relationships. And you can't do that if you haven't spent time with yourself, if you haven't dated yourself, if you haven't done some evaluation um, of yourself and your circumstances and the the choices you've made. If you're not self-aware, if you haven't dealt with your emotional intelligence, some people aren't intelligent to their emotions, you know, you you act out but you cannot communicate and I remember like some of my biggest arguments used to be with my ex because he had a slick mouth and that's fine I can meet you with this mouth okay we're gonna be slick together but the problem with that is the things that I needed him to communicate with me he couldn't but he would try to verbally attack me you know and it's like no well we're not gonna do that I need you to either say what you want or don't talk to me. 
but you're not going to try to hurt me. I'm big on if you do something to try to hurt me, then we can't be together, you know. So become self-aware. Date yourself. Learn who you are. No one can love you the way you deserve and want to be loved if you yourself don't know who you are. You know, I know a lot of mutable people, again, getting back to that, who will morph themselves into what their mate wants. So you've changed to become what you think this person wants so that they will want you because you want them. But then time goes by. Okay. And then you guys get to the point where you can't be this other person anymore. And then guess what happens? There's resentment. You become resentful because who are you? I don't know who this person is. When we got together, we agreed that you were you. And I like that version of you. But the true person that you are, I don't really care for or just I don't know. And so now you have resentment and then you have trust issues. I can't trust you because I don't even know who you are. So if you as an individual don't know who you are in order to let your partner love you for your true self, or let your partner get to know you to see who you are to see if you're the person that's right for them you're not going to go anywhere fast and it creates a toxic environment because there's so much mistrust and there's so much um resentment and anger towards you for the deceit of it all and it happens a lot so don't try to be what someone wants you to be be who you are and allow someone to love that version of you. But in order for you to get to that place, you have to be self-aware. So again, make sure you re evaluate yourself, reflect on yourself, reflect on your patterns and your choices and your question to yourself should always be why. Why am I doing this? Why do I do this? Why do I want this kind of person? Why do I pick a fight for no reason? Like, Find out why that takes reflection, that takes evaluation. So make sure you do that with yourself. Next, you're doing what people expect of you. This happens in a lot of cultures. Um, there are a lot of cultures where you're supposed to get married right away. You're supposed to have children right away. Um, you're supposed to go to school and get a degree and become a doctor and a lawyer. And that cultural and societal pressure on an individual makes them make decisions that they're not necessarily happy with and it causes a hostile environment. So you really can't do what people expect for you to do. Again, if you're self-aware, you know what you want or you're at least open to growing, to knowing and understanding what it is that you want right so you want to take that time to do what you feel is best and not what you're being told to do if you want to shack up because shacking is best for you then shack if you want to be single and you want to date then date if you want to travel the world travel the world if you want to focus on your career in building a brand your business or you know going to school whatever the case may be then that's what you should do 
I was really brought up to be married. My grandmother always talked about, you know, if I didn't do certain things, I wouldn't get married. Um, and I almost made that mistake. I almost married because I was told that I should be married, but this person wasn't right for me. So you can't do that. He was a provider, and I was always told if you get a provider to marry him. No one said that we had to love one another. No one said that he had to be respectful, not that he wasn't. But no one told me about all of these other things. It's just that if you find a man that will provide for you, then that's who you need to marry. And while I love this man and he had other great um, attributes about himself, he wasn't the right person for me. And luckily, two weeks before the wedding, it was over and I have no regrets. And even in that, I had a lot of people who were upset because they felt like that was too close to walk away. But this is my life and I have to live with me. And I have to sleep with me and I have to wake up with me. And if I don't want to put myself in a situation where I know that I'm going to be unhappy trying because I'm trying to please other people, then that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to make the choice to do what's best for me because this is my life and not what is expected of me. So I encourage you to do the same. Do what's best for you. And don't do what is expected of you. If you're not hurting or harming anyone, then no one should have any complaints about the choices that you make for your life. Okay? Another reason why people get into toxic relationships repeatedly is they pick what they want and not what they need. And honey, listen, I know a lot of people who make this mistake. For example, fellas, I'm going to talk to you. You know, you'll say you want a woman with a big booty and all of these things, right? And you like that girl, that lady with the spicy mouth and, you know, she throws a temper tantrum, temper tantrum and she keeps things going because there's always just like a little drama because there's this myth that, or the saying, can't say it's a myth or not, but there's a saying that a woman, crazy woman has the best sex, which isn't true. Um... But you pick that person. And then after a while, you're tired of her arguing all the time. And you're tired of her attitude. And you're tired of her mood swings. And, you know, that's not what your goal is. Meaning all of the argument, that isn't getting you anywhere. Um, the but isn't getting you anywhere. And it's okay to have preferences. I'm not saying don't have preferences. Of you. Of course you should, but... You've picked a person that goes against your own interest. And ladies, you are not off the hook because you'll pick a guy or you want somebody, quote unquote, a thug or a roughneck or you got to have a street dude or whatever the case may be. But the problem with that is it goes again, it's against your interest. And you may pick dudes who aren't interested in settling down, but he's fine. So he's fine. You know, and he knows he's fine 
Well, he's a good pick because there's corporate dudes too. It's not just roughnecks. There's corporate dudes, real educated men that believe they are the pick of the litter and you keep going for them because you have to have this well-educated man that's the pick of the litter. You don't want someone who has their own business or a quote unquote blue collar worker. You have to have this man, but this dude believes he's the pick of the litter. So he's not going to settle down because you know, nine times out of 10, he was the ugly duckling, duckling in school. And now all of a sudden he's glowed up and he's trying to get all of that attention. Not to mention, he's probably trying to pay back all, every woman that's ever hurt him through the women he's dating now. All the women that rejected him in his childhood because he was skinny or he didn't have money or he was a nerd. He's now paying every woman back for that. And I've done that too. Like I've dated those guys because I love an ambitious man, but and I love a nerd, right? But a lot of times they have so many scars and they're not ready to settle down because, you know, you should be chasing me. So pick what you want versus what you need. Don't pick. You know, pick what you need versus what you want. I'm sorry. Don't keep saying, I need this, but you pick what you want. If you need a provider, first figure out how you want him to provide for you. What do you mean when you say, I need a provider? That's, there's levels to being a provider. For me, financially, I don't necessarily need you to provide for me, but I need to know that you can take care of the home. I need to know that the bills are paid. I need to know that a repo man is not pulling up in my garage anytime soon. I need to know that if I fall, you're going to catch me. I need to know that you're going to communicate with me when things aren't quite going right versus going to talk to somebody in the street about us. You know, so when you say you want somebody to provide for you, what exactly is it that you need for them to provide? Is it emotional? Is it physical? Is it a combination? Is it spiritual? Like, what is it? You need to know that first. But don't pick someone because they're fine or they're successful, but they can't provide the rest of your needs. And that goes both ways. That goes for you too, men. You know, don't she can't cook. She can't clean. She can't do whatever it is that you need. What do you need your woman to provide for you? Some men love to cook and clean themselves. They just want a woman that's ambitious or they just want someone to talk to. Like pick that. That's what you need. You don't need somebody that's 5'2 with a bad attitude and a big butt. But if you choose that and she doesn't meet the rest of your needs, you chose it. Same for you ladies. Like you chose it. So go stand in the mirror and say, I chose this. You have to decide what works for you. What's going to build you? These are the questions you should ask yourself. Will this person motivate me? Will this person support me? Will this person love me? Will this person ride for me? And I'm not talking about that stupid ride or die shit. I'm not talking about that because that's stupid. I'm talking about when the tables, when things are bad, is this person like here, I'm at your side and we're going to do this together. Um, will this person pray for you and your family when things aren't going well, when you're tired and the babies are crying, is he going to get up and take the babies in the next room and, you know, make a bottle? Like what, 
What are you bringing to my life? Are you going to motivate me to be the best version of myself? Can I talk to you and trust you? Can I, can I count on you to just be there for me? Those are the things you need to know. What do you need this person to provide for you? So look for what you need and not what you want, you know, and I know all of us sometimes want to piece those things together. Hey, like I said, I'm big on good sex. There's more to life and relationships than sex, but I need good sex. But guess what? One day we're not going to be able to have sex. And I want to be able to think back and remember those times for as long as my memory will allow of us having great sex. Not to mention I'm a very sexual woman. I enjoy sex. I'm very confident. I love me good sex. And I'm not trying to sound like a nympho, but it's the truth. That's important to me. But so is integrity, communication, trust, and ambition. Like those things are important to me as well. So know what you need for you to be the better version of yourself. And yes, someone will surprise you. And you may not know that you needed that until they came along. But know what you need to that uh, to a point and stop picking what you want because everything that you want isn't good for you i would love to have buffalo wings every day but i have gerd and my body says no <laughs> so i need more fruits and vegetables in my diet i need to drink a lot of water i need not to aggravate my esophagus so that i end up with colon cancer you know and that's just facts so really evaluate that especially when it comes down to emotions and finances the fifth and the final reason um that you may keep getting into toxic relationships is you pick what is familiar to you you pick the same person you don't believe you deserve better right you pick that same person which kind of ties into picking what you want versus what you need the problem with that is you may pick what's familiar to you, not just from your last relationship, but from your life. A lot of times, you know, we grow up in very toxic environments and we don't know it's toxic at the time, right? And then you get into a relationship and what you've learned, what you've seen modeled in your life, you spill over into that relationship. And if name calling, fighting, arguing, abandonment, um, any of those components, if that was part of what was modeled for you, that's nine times out of 10, what you're going to do in your relationship and the kind of person that you're going to pick. I know a lot of women who don't feel like a man doesn't love them if they're not fighting with them or if they're not arguing with them. The problem with that is that's not healthy. That's not a healthy relationship. No one should want to fight with you or argue with you or beat you or belittle you or tear you, tear you down. No one, you shouldn't want anyone that would do that to you. That is not an environment of growth or health or security. Um, just like there are some men who... They get women that are like their toxic mom, you know, and again, no one wants that. You, 
you can't want a woman that's going to mistreat you or yell all the time or cuss all the time or um, that is verbally abusive because there are a lot of verbally abusive women. There are a lot of physically abusive men and verbally abusive women. And that is just the truth. And, you know, people get into these relationships and they carry that past with them and those poor behaviors and that dysfunction and it makes for a toxic environment so again going back to evaluating yourself you need to evaluate is that you can your partner talk to you without it being a big fight are you always defensive are you always angry are you able to communicate can you use your words can you use your words like an adult that's that's a good question because there's a lot of people who can't use their words they can throw things they can walk out they can be vindictive they can be angry they can be mean-spirited they can be disrespectful but they cannot use their words to say i'm hurting i'm sad i'm sorry i'm scared i'm confused I don't know. I don't want to lose you. And I'm not talking about I don't want to lose you after our you fucked up and you're trying to get the person back. But I'm acting out because I'm not quite sure that I'm good enough for you and I'm going to lose you. And it scares me. And there are people who feel that way. And you need to be able to use your words. If you can use your words to be a whole asshole, you can use your words to be kind. You can use your words to be loving. You can use your words to express what it is that you need and what you're missing. Don't just use that sharp tongue to be an asshole. Use that sharp tongue to help heal, to help grow, to try to figure the shit out. Sorry for all the cussing. But that's what you use that tongue for. Use it to make things better with your partner. You know? And this isn't one of the steps, but I'm going to tell you something that you need to do. You have to forgive yourself and you have to forgive your past partner and you have to forgive your parents and you have to forgive whoever hurt you and whoever left you and all of the decisions that you made that you thought you were too smart to make. You really have to forgive those things because A, you're human, you're learning, and you're growing, okay? So say you're sorry to yourself and get past it. Just don't make the mistake again, you know? Um, forgive those that hurt you. Sometimes people don't know better. One of the most freeing things was finding out that my parents didn't know better. They experienced so much hurt themselves that they just didn't know. And, you know, my parents weren't physically abusive or anything like that, but they made poor choices and those choices impacted me and my siblings. And so what you have to know is they didn't know. Some people only know what they know, you know, and so they may not have known how this will hurt you. They were just trying to do the best they can with what they had. And some people just weren't given great tools, you know, so you have to forgive who hurt you because someone probably hurt them, too. So in order for you to move on, you have to forgive. 
That doesn't mean that person has to be in your life. It doesn't mean that you have to deal with them. It doesn't mean that, um, you know, they can continue to use and abuse you. It doesn't mean that. It means that you forgive them. You recognize that they have been hurt. And now you are moving on to the next step in your life and the next plateau. Because forgiveness is for you. It's not for them. And it helps to shed all of the anger and the frustration and the pent-up animosity. And it also stops you from hurting people who are trying to love you. Because you're angry at people who hurt you. So you really have to let all of that go um, and, and forgive and forgive yourself. And remember that you deserve happiness and you deserve love and that you're only human and you're trying to figure it out. You know, know that you are an individual, become a whole person so that you can get another whole person because what we put in the universe is what we get back. We remember that. So be a whole person so that you can attract someone who's whole and happy and you guys can go through life together. It won't be a perfect journey, but it will be a healthy journey. You guys will at least know I'm going to stand here and fight for this. I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to comfort you. And we're going to get through this together, you know. Be free to grow and be the best version of yourself, okay? So just a quick recap, five reasons why you're getting into a toxic relationship. You haven't taken the time to heal, so take your time to heal. Take your time to grieve. Get all of that negativity out of you, okay? And then we're going to do some self-reflect another reason why we haven't healed or we're in a toxic relationship excuse me it's because we haven't taken the time to self-evaluate we haven't reflected on ourselves and our pattern we haven't questioned why we're doing what it is that we're doing so take that time you know we that is very important for us to do we have to reflect we have to self-evaluate we have to become self-aware and emotionally intelligent Number three reason why is we may be getting into, we may be doing what people expect for, of us. Don't do what people expect of you, okay? Do what's best for you, what's healthy for you, what's going to help you become the best version of yourself. Those are the things you do. Don't fall prey to the societal, cultural, or religion, religious um, pressures, of life number four we pick what we want versus what we need don't vote against your own interests you know don't select someone that is against your own interests really know what it is that you want and you need know as much as you can know because again someone could come along and you're like i didn't even know i needed this and that's okay too but you're at get to a point where you know this is what works for me. And don't pick the opposite of that. If you want a monogamous relationship, don't pick a hoe. And I mean male or female hoe, okay? Don't do that. Pick someone that came from an environment that showed them what a healthy monogamous relationship is like. But you also, you yourself, have to be in a place where you can accept that 
and you can provide a healthy environment for them too because a lot of times you're the toxic person you know so deal with that and heal from that another thing we're going to do and the final thing we're going to do is not pick what is familiar to us so don't pick what's familiar to you you deserve better you don't have to be in chaos because you came from chaos you know you can live a very calm peaceful life and that may mean cutting some people off that may mean letting some family members go that may mean new friends you know but whatever you have to do to get you out of an environment that is toxic so you won't bring that toxicity into your relationship is what you need to do people don't want when you get to a certain place in your life you don't want all of the drama and the arguing and the fighting and the mind games and the bull crap you just don't want it well we've come to the conclusion of tonight's episode of let the ladies speak thank you so much for spending this evening with me thank you for sharing thank you for supporting me your support and your listening is very much appreciated follow me on Instagram. I have a link tree link there that will tell you what platforms I am affiliated with. Please subscribe to those platforms so that you know when I have a new episode uploaded. I will also make note on my Instagram. Also, I am working on a YouTube channel. So I will let you guys know once that channel is live. Um, And in the future, we can have some live conversations. I look forward to that. I appreciate you, I thank you, and I love you for who you are. Thank you again for letting me speak. Have a great night. Bye-bye.